Welcome back to the Adam Schefter podcast as we exit week seven and move on to week eight, which ordinarily would be the halfway mark, but because of the 17 game schedule, no longer is, even though it feels like it should be about the halfway spot. And on this week's podcast, we will be joined by the head coach of Jackson State, the former first round pick in 1989, a two-time Super Bowl champion, an eight-time Pro Bowl selection, a member of the NFL's 100th anniversary team, one of the greatest athletes and showmen in the history of sports. Like I said, the head coach of Jackson State, which will be hosting game day this week as Jackson State gets ready to play Southern University and game day goes to Jackson State for the first time in its history. And I'm sure that Deion Sanders, our guest today, will be a gracious and generous host to our colleagues at ESPN for game day. Deion Sanders on today's podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Adam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Adam. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. As we're at the near halfway mark of the NFL, we also get ready for the trade deadline on Tuesday, November 1st, 4 p.m. Eastern. And we've already seen a couple of big, notable running back trades. Christian McCaffrey going from the Carolina Panthers to the San Francisco 49ers for four draft picks. A lot to pay, considering that another running back traded this past week, James Robinson, went from Jacksonville to the New York Jets for just a conditional sixth-round pick that can become a fifth-round pick If James Robinson rushes for 240 more yards during his time with the Jets, which you would think would be a formality. And what we're seeing is teams that are winning, teams that are competing for playoff spots, teams that are a player away, making that plunge and trading for an extra guy. We've got a lot of names here at the trade deadline, mainly at the wide receiver position, that are drawing interest from other teams. DJ Moore won't be traded from Carolina. Don't expect that, although the Panthers are getting interesting, beating Tampa Bay 
And I had one personnel man call me this morning and say, could Carolina turn this around and win the division at nine and eight? Hard to imagine, but not unthinkable. But I don't expect Carolina to trade DJ Moore. Some of the wide receivers on the market that stand out, look to the Denver Broncos. Jerry, Judy, KJ Hamler. Couple of interesting names. A lot of people waiting for Green Bay to make a move at the wide receiver position. We'll see whether the Packers pull the trigger and get something done along those lines. Houston Texans would be open to dealing Brandon Cooks. We hear that every year. Brandon Cooks' name comes up more than any other. Of course, he's already been traded three times. Could this be a fourth time for Brandon Cooks? We'll see. Chase Claypool's name has surfaced in trade talks. And there's always unexpected names that rise up and all of a sudden get dealt like a James Robinson, who a lot of people were not looking for. It's also interesting to know that the Seattle Seahawks made a major trade last year. And think about this. They get all those picks from the Denver Broncos. And here they are today, as we record this podcast, Tuesday, October 25th, Seattle sitting in first place in the NFC West. And Seattle right now would be scheduled to pick sixth overall courtesy of the Denver Broncos pick that they own as part of the Russell Wilson trade. So Seattle's in first and currently has the sixth overall pick. And you know who else is loaded in first-round picks? The Philadelphia Eagles. They have their own, and they have the Saints as part of the trade last year where the Eagles sent a first-round pick in the 2022 draft to New Orleans for a future one in 2023 which now looks like it's going to be a lot higher pick than the Saints thought it would be, as well as a second-round draft pick in 2024. So there are the Eagles sitting there with added draft compensation if the Eagles want to make a move before the trade deadline. Now, I don't think that they'll trade either of those picks. The Eagles covet those picks, hold on to them as currency, but the Eagles always are extra aggressive. And we see these general managers no longer afraid to make moves. Don't think we'll get a ton of activity, but more and more that is proven wrong as the trade deadline approaches. And as football becomes more like baseball and football with young general managers, fearless front office executives being more aggressive than they've ever been so far, McCaffrey, James Robinson. Now we wait to see who else is traded by Tuesday's 4 p.m. Eastern trade deadline. All right, joining us today, one of the greatest athletes and showmen I've ever seen, known, covered, a guy that was so fun to watch and is still making his mark on the game today with the young men at Jackson State. And if you have a child, to put him around Deion Sanders is always a great thing. He's my former colleague at NFL Network, He is a Hall of Famer, and he is a world-class thinker and talker, Deion Sanders. There he is. Yeah. There's the guy. Let me see what you work. I know you got a big, beautiful room because I know you. I know you got it all laid out. No, 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 no. No, here's the difference. I've been to your house, but you've never been to my house. Oh, I tell you what. You've been making, since we've been together, you have made a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like you, my friend. Nothing like you. That was the best move you ever made. I'm so darn proud of you, man. You are the man. I I appreciate you through the years, man. You're killing it, too. Well, I appreciate you. 
It was always a great honor to be around you. It was always a huge thrill to cover you as a reporter, which you wouldn't even remember me back then. But then when I got to work with you, that was awesome. You were kind enough to welcome us into your home. It was very kind. And I've always, you know that, felt great respect and love for you. Thank you, my man. You know, the, 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 this world that we live in, it's a crazy world, Dion. True. Right? It's just, can you think like how different it is from the time you were a player to the time we worked together to even today, right? Mm -hmm. True. It's crazy how much it shifts. It, it's it's a, it's definitely different when it comes to the, the world. But the thing about it, adults are changing. The kids are the same. The adults are changing. And we keep blaming on the kids. And the kids are the same, but the, adult, the adults are changing. The parenting is changing. Um, and we're blaming everything on the kids. And we're the one changing. How do you say that? Because to me, uh, the, the world that our kids are growing up in is, is so different. It's not discipline. It's not as much structure. You got parents now want to be the friends and want to be the homies. And parents want to kick it with the kids instead of parent the kids and discipline the kids. Even at school, now you can't even say them back to a kid. The kids want to swing on you and whoop you now. Like, it's, it's different. Like, we used to dread going to the office and them having to call our parents. Now, it's, hey, here, you, here go my phone. Call my mom, you know? You know, instead of the parent coming up and say, what did you do? The parent, they, they ask you, what did you do to my child? Well, you're, you're around young children all the time, relatively yeah. young, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so you see that you don't think they're any different. I think the kids are the same. I think the adults have changed. Like we're, wow. I have an old school staff. We, we're old school, man. So we still disciplinarians. We still make sure um, they understand who's in charge and they want that. They don't want that freedom to do whatever. It's like putting a kid in a car that's eight years old, eight years old, and telling them to drive through New York. Hmm. So you've had a, a great transition, player, broadcaster, coaching. What have you learned about coaching, Dion? I've learned more patience. I learned a lot more patience because I can't expect a child to want it like I wanted it, to be how I was and to do what I would do. So I have to exude patience to understand this is a whole nother human being. I could tell him and, and guide him and sit in there with him watching film and give him the complete instructions, but he still is gonna make his determination. And uh, there she go. Oh, look who we got there. We have an addition to the call. I am here. I'm sorry, I had the wrong link. I'm here though. How are you? <laughs> Now it's become a party of three, even better. <laughs> Baby, you not, you may not remember, Adam, we worked together for years at the NFL Network, and this is a was a dear, a wonderful colleague. He's a great man, and uh, he's, he's the number one guy in his field. I love it. Cool. That's very kind of you to say. And Tracy, thank you very much for taking your time to join on the call. Oh, I'm happy to be here. I, I'm sure I missed some good stuff, but I'm here now. Well, we're going to get into all the guacamole stuff and tailgating, right? We're going to get into all, we're going to do all that. <laughs> Just have Dion finish talking about the youth of today and the differences and what it's like to coach them. Yes. Yeah. You know, she, she's been through the journeys with me with the youth. See, I, I, Adam, I've coached from the five years old all the way up for years. I mean, for years, over the last two decades. So I've, I understand the youth. I understand the parenting because, uh, you know, we have to in recruiting but when I was coaching the youth, that's all we dealt with. You know, Adam, when we went to the Hall of Fame, we, we took seven buses of kids. 
and parents. Really? So we've been doing this. Yo, yeah, we, we've been doing this for a long time across the country. We played three games. We stopped in Memphis. We stopped in Louisville. And then we made it on to, uh, to Canton, Ohio, for the Hall of Fame. And when I was up there talking, we had hundreds of kids out there with truth shirts on. I mean, we that's what we did. So this has been going on for a while. So when I say I have an understanding of it, it's not just me gleaning from here in Jackson State. It's been years. Of it. What do you think those seven busloads of kids took away from that weekend? Uh, they, 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 they understood that it was okay for them to dream because they saw that it can really happen. It can really happen. See, they didn't know me as, most of those kids didn't know me as that phenomenal athlete. They knew me as Coach Prime. So that was probably the first introduction. They got a chance to see, you know, this is what your coach used to do a long time ago. And they have no idea. They have no idea. They have no idea. How good, how transcendent. Like you are an all-time iconic athlete, all time. Well, I, and they had no idea. And they didn't know that. No, no. They, their parents <laughs> kind of got a, a, a whiff of it, but no, the kids. No, the kids. I'm just Coach Prime to the kids. Some of the kids here, I'm just Coach Prime. They don't know all that stuff, man. They, they, they don't That's care. So I don't care about it either. Well, you know what you do, and you tell them to put on. ESPN, you tell them to stream the 30 for 30. We're 30 years since you played baseball and football on the same day, right? That, that was 30 years ago. I saw the teaser that special. What was it like doing that, Dion? It was, it was, you know what? My, my, what was my subject this morning? Sam, you remember it was uh, not consistent. Yesterday was consistency. Um, but today I just talked about them. Focus was the, was the word of this morning. So when I give them a word of the morning, I show a video about it. Then I get up and break it down for them and define it. And I talk to them about how focused it takes to do what you did. I say, you know, I had rules. When I played baseball, you couldn't talk about football to me. When I played football, I didn't want to hear anything about baseball because I, I, I consider myself not that good at baseball. So I had to focus with everything I had to be good. So you got to focus i talked about the innate ability to focus and block everything out because right now they got these phones that you can take you anywhere in the world you know they got the girls they got drugs they got alcohol they got friends they got uh, family members that sometimes become distractions well that's what i'm saying that's why the world around our youth has changed you said it didn't before well it, it, we had all that stuff we just you didn't, didn't have, have phones no that's it that's the only no thing social media no, but we had people. We had people that we really that we really got in touch with. Right now, we're not in touch with people. We got people on the team that don't even know each other. You know why? Because they won't get up and walk to the other side because they got their phone. They figure if I want to know him, I just I just look at his ads. You know, <laughs> we don't even talk to each other. What was the last time you've been down your street? Back in the day, you knew everybody on your block. Am I right, baby? I, I had you guys muted, but yes, you, you're right. That's what I that's what I love. Like Dion loves to. FaceTime, he loves to direct communicate, you know, he's all about like really, really connecting and stuff. And so one of the things, even when I was dating Dion, I had to learn how to FaceTime instead of just talk on the phone or text. <laughs> you know, he, he just reminded me, Tracy, he was talking about a message of the day. So I take it that you deliver a, a, a group text message to your players every day. Is that correct? Because you know why I say that? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. to my Dear friends, to uh, trying to find today's message to to everyone, and it's early because I get here so early. You know, I'm in the, I'm in here at four forty five in the morning. 
I used to I used to be on that chain. I don't, I don't know, know what why, I really? I don't know what I did to get knocked off. I don't know what I did to get knocked either. off there. But see, I don't know who's not on or who's knocked off. It's, today is if, if you don't value consistency, it's going to be hard for you to become successful, successful and sustain it. Consistency involves commitment, a level of focus, and a thirst and a hunger for more. We don't settle. We want it all. Go get what's yours now. I mean, that that goes to my players, that goes to my team, that goes to my friends, and, and I get up and explain the thought process that birthed that. I'm sorry, I, I don't I never knew you were off. I was I was on for a while. I love getting your messages, and then I was off. Oh, I apologize. I didn't know that. That that's okay. I, I would like to be added back on. You're my man. You you'll be at the top of the list. Adam. Adam's an A, so you'll be at the top. <laughs> Does he, does he motivate you too, Tracy? Yeah, you know what? It's so funny. I told Dion this. When I first got to know Dion, I was getting those messages in the morning. And I was like, oh, that is so sweet. He's doing these special messages for me every day. <laughs> He's thinking about me in the morning and giving me these messages. And um, a little did I know I was part of this whole group thing. But still, like sometimes the messages speak so directly to what you're going through in your life you know, that you can connect. You're like, oh my God, I needed to hear that because I'm having a bad day and I needed to keep myself like focused and, you know, keep moving. And so, um, and then he comes up with something different every day. It's whatever's in his spirit in the morning he wakes up. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Coach Prime, where does it come from? It just comes from the spirit. Tracy knows she's landing right there by me. And I get up and, and it don't matter where I am or what time I went to bed, I get right up, you know, before the crack of dawn and say, here it goes. And I put it out and I lay back down. Or sometimes I just get up and go on with my day. It just comes from the heart and the spirit and sometimes experiences. You know, sometimes when I was a writer, more of a writer, I would wake up in the middle of the night. Like when I've written books and I'm like, oh, my God, I think of exactly what I'd want to write in the middle of the night, in the middle of uh -huh. sleep. And I'd wake up and I'd write it down. Do you ever have those thoughts of the messages that you want to send no. to the kids no. you coach? And you just wake up and do no. it. I need my sleep. I, Adam, I, I, need, I, need, Adam, I need my sleep. Like, I, you know, I, I, my, my personality is the guy that's outgoing and, you know, outlandish and, and partying and kicking. But, man, I'm in bed by 7 or 8. I'm in bed. I'm yeah. out. Like, I'm out, man. Really? So I need my sleep. I don't wake up in the middle of the night because I get up at 345 every morning. Tracy, I get up you guys are going to bed that early? I'm not. Like, he is. And so, like, he knocks out at, like, 7 o'clock sometimes. And, and I, I'm worried that I'm bothering him because I'm still wide awake. And so I'm like, babe, I, I'm not sleepy yet. But then I don't get up at like 4.45 in the morning or whatever. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're on different schedules. I want to ask this to Tracy. What's the difference between Coach Prime and Deion Sanders? See, that's why you're good. Adam asked the real questions. That, that's some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the real Dion is much more quiet, calm. Um, he, he, he has his mellow time, his chill time. He's very simple once he comes home. Like he just wants to eat some dinner, you know, watch a good movie and just relax. And so that whole big life and persona that, you know, drives him throughout the day when he comes home, he just becomes just, you know, a regular man, you know, and, you know, just needs his home family quiet time, just like anybody else. And, and coach prime, I don't know, again, 
that this common sports fan recognizes all the accomplishments of Tracy in the past, yeah. right? Uh, as, as the former host of Extra, the, <laughs> the businesswoman that she is, the CEO of the Edmonds Entertainment Group. What yep. does she bring out of you that makes you a better man, Coach Prime? <laughs> she provokes me to venture out and try new things. Like she provokes me to consider traveling more. You know, I'm a homebody, Adam. Um, to consider watching this type of movie, you know, to, to just venture out outside of my normalcy because I'm a normalcy type guy. I'm a creature of habit. Like if I like this for breakfast, I'm going to eat this for breakfast for 10 years straight. You know, like I don't change. Same way. I don't go outside of that. Same way. Oops, by the way, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops every day? Fruit Loops. Like no, no, no. If I'm doing cereal, it's yes. Fruit Loops. <laughs> Wait, hold on. And you and I always I always say this to you. You never did a Fruit Loops endorsement? I can't believe you who has endorsed as many products as you have has never endorsed Fruit Loops. It is so it's so many things I I would love to endorse, but uh, first of all, I'm thankful for avocados from Mexico. Well, well, hold on. Wait, wait, we're gonna we're gonna get into you endorsing. We don't get that. I just want to throw that in because I'm I'm, I'm feeling that. But but why well, how how come you never endorse Fruit Loops? It's it's several things. It's p things like Fruit Loops, Coach. Like right now, Coach. I I and I tell my people I should be endorsing Coach. Coach is a brand. Coach is me. Like, I'm Coach Prime. Like, give me Coach. Go give me Coach. <laughs> By the way, I have several Coach purses because we're at the Coach stores quite a bit. <laughs> I'm just telling you, somebody's not doing their job, not getting a Fruit Loops deal, not getting a Coach deal. So yeah. we have, we have part. Yeah, you heard that whole thing? I hope you heard that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, hey. Dion, the late great Eugene Parker would have made that happen. Oh yeah, Eugene was yeah. wonderful. That's very right? kind to say that too. You're, you're a good man for that. Yeah, I loved good. Eugene. I loved Eugene. He's a great man, great, great human. He was a great. So okay, so talk to me about partnering with avocados from Mexico because I guess that combines again Tracy getting you to do some things that you've never done, like tailgating. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, first of all, avocados from Mexico. By the way, how are my segues? Like they're, they're really good, right? That was smooth. That's a great segue. That's a great segue. That's a great segue. But avocados from Mexico, I got to say that, are always good. Let's get that off the rip. Let's get that from the start. Now, a dream and a, a, a that's a desire I have. It's not too many things I want to do in life, Adam. I mean, because I'm a straight-laced guy. But I always wanted to tailgate, man. I always wanted to get some of my close friends and tailgate. You know, I'm not a person who cooks. Tracy handles that part occasionally she had occasionally but but i always wanted to do that i've never had an opportunity to do that and i always wanted to do that what about this partnership tracy appeals to you you know what first of all it's just natural for me because i'm into like health and wellness i have a health and wellness website called all right now i eat healthy but i like it does taste good and so um, I put avocados, I'm not even just saying this, I put avocados on everything. It goes on like my wow. Wow. sandwiches, my tacos, and of course, guacamole. She introduced me to guac. I, I, I would have never tried. She introduced me, she said, just try it. Why? Just try it, baby, just try it. Why? I'm good, I'm good. Why would I try new things? 55 years old, why would I try? But I mean, she, she got me to do it and it's wonderful. Yeah, but like yep. as Dan said, like it's 
avocados are always good. They are good for you. They have the good fat. Um, they lead to good times, parties, tailgaters. Um, and, and also, too, I mean, they're, you know, they're just good all around. And so I was so excited that I got a chance to actually endorse something that I use in my everyday life and that I love so much. So we are, we're super excited about this partnership with Avocados from Mexico. It's, it's great. Then we, had to turn it, then we had to turn it into a competition because we compete. Although this is my lady, this is my baby, this is, this is everything to me. But we also are very competitive. We, we are very competitive at many things. Like, like for instance, if, you, if, you, if, you, if it's your time to pick the movie and the movie is garbage, you lose, right, you lose your rights to the movie. Pick. So now it comes over to me. I get to pick and you got to watch whatever I want because you lost your rights. And and I like that part of it. So we're competitive, and we we have this 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 thing going on. Uh, and the grand prize is like a hundred thousand yes. dollars. And I, I really really like that. Can you believe someone has the opportunity to go vote or scan on the code and the sorted plays, and you get a hundred grand? How do they? So go ahead, tell people how they do that before. Talk, talk to them, baby. You introduce that. Yeah, let, let's turn let's turn to the ace broadcaster. Okay, go ahead, Tracy. This whole thing starts in January. So in January, when you go into the grocery stores and you're looking for your avocado, you're going to see my face, Dion's face, and our big, you know, stands right there. And um, and you can scan the code, as Dion said, the QR code to actually enter the the competition. And we're going to have, once you scan the code, we're going to lead you to our recipes, right, for these two uh, guacamole recipes. Dion has the more like alpha, robust. No, it, it's decadent <laughs> and delicious. Decadent and delicious. Two D, decadent and delicious. Decadent and delicious. Mine is like, yeah. um, like just fresh and flavorful, you know? And so mine is healthier. You can kind of dip your little veggie sticks into mine, but it is delicious. So we just gonna let the, the public decide on who's got the best walk recipe, and then you can spend yeah, but 100 Adam, she, she, she tried to get them with sex appeal. She, she should have been disqualified because she wore some tight jeans and all that stuff in the whole picture and the photo of it so that they could lean her way. And you know how our country is right now. Anything tight and bright, and they gonna go get it, you know? So <laughs> it's not fair. I'm already, I already have a protest. You, you know what, Tracy, you gotta put out at the house a big bowl of guacamole with Fruit Loops mixed in and see if Coach Prime goes for that. Oh, you know what? That's a good idea. We got to try that. We have to talk no, about that mixture. I, I wouldn't like that. I, I just like my guac. <laughs> just like we, we got the guac. So back to the movies a second. Who's picked mm-hmm. the best movie that the two of you have seen? And what is that movie? Because we're always looking for streaming options in the Schefter household. Well, my favorite movie is Five Heartbeats of all time. That's the five heartbeats. It's a classic. You can say what you want to. Anybody can say what they want to, but the movie is a straight classic. It it it, it should have won several awards. Um, I would have voted for it, but I mean, uh, what's what's my star, baby? Several stars. Robert but, Townsend. Uh, the guy who created Robert Townsend. Thank you, sweetheart. Yeah. 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 It it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Five heartbeats. Yes. Okay. So so. Dion's seen that movie probably a thousand times. I've seen yep, that movie yep. at least a hundred with wow. Because like from time to time, if we can't find a movie to, to watch, Dion be like, oh, well, let's just put on five heartbeats again. 
It's the Old Faithful. I'm going with it, Old Faithful. It never disappoints. Um, it is it is truly a classic. But I will tell you that Dion loves him a diverse cast. And so mm -hmm. we're picking the movies. He loves people of color and his cast. And so um, we tend to gravitate towards the... Baby, tell about your last movie, baby. You just produced one. Oh, wait, okay, so I just finished my last movie, which is currently on Netflix, starring Queen Latifah and Ludacris. It's called End of the Road, in case uh, y'all haven't seen it yet, but it's a great, like, road trip thriller. It's a scary movie with Queen Latifah and Ludacris, and we were very blessed that it was Netflix's number one movie in 50, in 50 countries for quite a few weeks. So check it out. Wow. That's unbelievable. She's still doing it. Tracy. She's still, doing it. She's still supporting me. I, I was She's just going to say, it's, it's, it's very nice to know that somebody yep. in this relationship is getting some things done. Well, Adam, let me tell you the most attractive thing about Tracy. Yes. You know, I know she's beautiful, hair, um, sex appeal. She got it, she got it from, the, from, the, from the floor up, pretty much. Don't you say? She got it from the floor up. Okay. But the most attractive thing that she's ever done that she's at the moment was when we went on our first date she reached for the purse to pay for the bill. Whoa. It just blew me away. I had never seen that before. I had never seen it before. It blew me away. I almost cried. I put the <laughs> napkin over my face. I put the napkin over my face like onions was in my face. <laughs> and, and did you let her pay? No, certainly I didn't let her pay, but just she reached. I saw her reach. And she didn't reach like she wanted me to stop her. You know, some people reach like they want you. And they looking at you with eye contact so you can say, no, I got this. She reached and she was really going in her purse. And it was just, I was so impressed. I was so proud. I'd never seen it before and it blew my mind. So I knew she was the one when she reached for the purse. Uh, that's well, that's unbelievable. How how did the two of you meet? Oh, okay. Um, well, I'll try to give you a brief version of the story. Yeah, no, go ahead. There was another movie that I did about 12 years ago. And it was a wedding comedy called Jumping the Broom. And I was working mm -hmm. with T.D. Jakes on the movie. And we had a premiere Easter Sunday in Dallas at Potter's house. And then an after party mm -hmm. at um, T.D. Jakes's house. And like a day party, like a day party. Yeah. And so that is where I saw Dion for the first time. We never, we had never yeah. met before. I saw her at church. Mm -hmm. I saw her at church. So, and I saw her and I said, wow. She like like I forgot about the message. I forgot everything. I just like Lord, thank you, Lord. If that's what you're blessing me, I, I see you, Lord. Like, thank you, Lord. But I saw her at, at at Bishop Jakes's home, and she walked by, and I was like, "All right, okay, ma'am. Don't play like that with me. Don't you play like that." And she looked back, and when she looked back, Adam, Adam, and she looked back, and I raised my hands like it was touchdown. Adam, I said hi to him and I kept walking. But then as I was walking away, I was thinking, oh, he's fine. And I wanted to get another look at him and he caught me looking at him again. So And I put my hands up like Adam, I put my hands up like it's a touchdown. I was like, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> so yeah, so that was in April. And then in October, he came out to LA for NFL network work and we had breakfast to talk about a TV show that we ended up doing together about his life called Dion's Family Playbook. And I produced it and I wow. ended up actually yeah. co-starring in it because I became his girlfriend. And that, and that leads to an avocado partnership, which leads to this, which leads to this zoom call. But before, before I let you go, just two very quick things. Number one, Dion, where's this coaching thing going in the future? Like, do you want to coach 
another job? Do you want to coach in the NFL one day? What do you want to do? Oh, I know you're good. You're good. You're good. I would never, I'm not going to say never, but I have no desire whatsoever to coach into the NFL. Okay. I, I will get mad. I, I, I have a problem with a guy getting paid millions of dollars and don't want to do his job and don't want to go to work. I have a problem with that. Um, college is, is where I am. I don't know how much longer I'm going to do that, but I'm happy. I'm elated. I'm right where God wants me to be physically. I don't know when he's going to shift me or move me, but we're really excited. And, uh, we really are. And my, my last question for you, as I'm being waved up because you have to go shoot more avocado commercials, is this, what would it mean to Jerry Jones and Dallas to see the Cowboys win another Super Bowl? Everything. Everything. It would mean a lot for former players that uh, played for coach, not coach, Mr. Jones. Let me tell you something. You've never heard any player say anything bad about Jerry because we love him. You always hear it from the media and people that really don't know uh, Jerry. Jerry's unbelievable, man. And he's one of the best owners in the game. He's one of the best owners I think that will ever live. And I love him to life. I wish and I pray that he could win at least one more. And I think he will soon. I want to thank you for the time today, the both of you. I really enjoyed it. I want back in on the text chain that I've been excluded from. Yeah. I'm looking forward to trying the avocado. I'm going to go watch your movie. Tracy, Prime, thank you both very thank much. I truly so appreciate much. it. Love you, man. I love that office too, Adam. <laughs> love back. Take care. Love listening to Dion. Wish we could have talked longer. The person that coordinated the interview stepped in, said no more. Although Dion and I, could talk to that guy for a long time and love every moment of it. Thank you, Deion Sanders and his fiance, Tracy Edmonds. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, before we move ahead to a preview of week eight and a look at some of these games and some of the storylines that surround them, first, a look back to Monday night in Foxborough. Now, during Monday Night Countdown, right after Come On, Man, one of the NFL researchers, usually Evan Kaplan, usually hands me a business card for a little sponsored spot from Caesar Sportsbook where I read what Evan has written, and it says that Tonight, X percent of the public is picking so-and-so to win the game outright. Now, I usually read that card in advance, but Monday night there was the trader James Robinson during the show. We were coming out of Kamal, man. It was a little chaotic. And Evan gives me the card, which I didn't even read in advance. And the first time I read it was on live TV. And I look down and I read, and it says 62% of America is betting the Chicago Bears to win outright. Now, I read that, and I said to myself after I finished, wait, wait, wait. 62% of the public 
is picking the Bears to win in Foxborough against the Patriots when Bill Belichick's going for history and the Bears have not been very good this year? 62%. I never comment on this. Early on in the season, I thought people were crazy to pick Denver the way they did. I thought they were crazy to pick the Giants the way they did against Dallas. But in this particular case, I said to myself, 62% on Chicago and commented about it on air. Well, all during the game, I'm getting texts from all kinds of former players, coaches, friends. 62% of the people were right, and they were, and I was wrong. I was way wrong. Now, I came to find out that 62% of the people were picking Chicago with the odds that were given. So if the Bears won outright, they'd win a lot of money, which, again, I'm not a gambler. I don't bet games. I don't know how that works, but that factored into the card and the information that Evan Kaplan handed to me that I butchered and got wrong. Usually my picks have been decent this year. In this particular case, my pick was putrid. And the Chicago Bears showed me up and proved 62% of our country correct with a tremendous performance and the Bears coming through in, in my mind, an unlikely manner in Foxborough, which usually is a very tough place to play. All right, we move ahead to this week's games. Some great matchups. Now, Sunday morning, get ready for this. The Broncos and Jaguars, and the Broncos seem to be on national TV every week now. The Broncos and Jaguars will be on ESPN Plus on Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. from London. So ESPN Sunday NFL Countdown will now come on at 8.30, 90 minutes before its regular start time. And we will do our pregame show around the Broncos and Jaguars in London playing at 9.30 Eastern time. I don't know whatever time that is in London. We'll see how that works out and we'll find out who plays quarterback for the Broncos, how the Jaguars' new backfield works without James Robinson. This figures to be Travis Etienne's season above and beyond. And so we'll watch that game as we do the Sunday pregame show. And there are some sneaky good matchups this week, I have to say. Like, you look at the slate and say, ah, not very attractive for a normal week. But the Panthers-Falcons, I got to tell you something. The Saints aren't winning the NFC South. Do the Buccaneers look like they're winning the South? Could the Panthers or Falcons creep up and somehow steal the South? Well, if that's going to happen, one of these teams is going to have to come through on Sunday when these two teams square off. Another sneaky, decent matchup. The Bears, who I underestimated on Monday night, against the Dallas Cowboys. Justin Fields, Micah Parsons were selected back-to-back in the first round of the 2021 draft. Fields 11th, Parsons 12th. And does that not look like a steal right now? And so those two players, those two teams will be squaring off the first meeting between these two teams since week 14 of the 2019 season. And keep in mind, Bears head coach Matt Eberflus was the Cowboys linebackers coach for seven seasons from 2011 to 2017. So he knows what it's like to play in Dallas and how that organization operates. All right, Patriots, Jets. Patriots coming off the bad Monday night loss. This is not an ideal time to get the Patriots in my mind. And the Jets have it even worse in the fact that they just lost their two best offensive players. Brees Hall, the running back, was on pace to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year. And that goes out the window once he unfortunately tears his ACL, his meniscus. He's done. Tough blow to the Jets. Their best offensive lineman, their most versatile offensive lineman, Elijah Vera Tucker. He tears his triceps. He's out for the year. The Jets have to figure out a way to replace him. And they have to do this going up against the New England Patriots 
which is not a simple task. Now, keep in mind, New York hasn't been favored against the Patriots at home since week 10 of the 2011 season when Rex Ryan was still the head coach. I haven't seen the lines. As I mentioned, I'm not much of a gambler, but the Jets might be favored to win at home and MetLife Stadium will be rocking on Sunday, as will the link in Philadelphia, which might have the most attractive game of the weekend. Pittsburgh at Philadelphia, Battle of Pennsylvania, Eagles coming off their bye and are looking for their first 7-0 start since the 2004 season that they reached the Super Bowl and lost to the New England Patriots. The Eagles have won three straight games against the ASC teams. They're playing great. They're coming off the bye. And I wouldn't be surprised if, once again, the Eagles make a trade by the trade deadline because that's just what they do. Commanders-Colts. Now, this is the battle of backup quarterbacks stepping in to replace the men that we thought were going to be the answers, Matt Ryan, benched in Indianapolis. Carson Wentz hurt in Washington. Carson Wentz does not get to go up against his former team. Matt Ryan doesn't get to go up against Washington. And it'll be Sam Ellinger versus Taylor Heineke. I don't know what the odds were of that matchup occurring in week eight, but that's what we get. And the undercard to that game, of course, will be the commander's owner, Dan Snyder against the Colts owner, Jim Irsay, if we go back to the comments that Jim Irsay made at the NFL owners' meetings last week when he called for the ouster of Daniel Snyder. Quite interesting. 49ers-Rams, always a great rivalry. Will be again. The 49ers were able to land Christian McCaffrey, as we talked about in the beginning of the podcast. The Rams made an offer for Christian McCaffrey, offered three picks in Cam Akers, and didn't get the deal done. The 49ers do, and now the 49ers will get to unleash Christian McCaffrey against a Rams team coming off a bye. Sneaky good game on Sunday. Giants, Seahawks. Remember, Seahawks quarterback, Geno Smith, was the Giants' backup quarterback for one season in 2017. And his only start with the Giants snapped Eli Manning's start streak in 2017, week 13. These two teams are two of the biggest surprise teams in all of football. They square off on Sunday in Seattle, and following this game, the Giants will play one road game in a six-week stretch from weeks 9 to 14 at Dallas on Thanksgiving Day. They have four home games and a bye mixed in, so if the Giants somehow find a way to win in Seattle, they're looking at four more home games over the next six weeks, which is a big boost for that team. Sunday night, Packers at Bills. How about the fact that Aaron Rodgers never has been a double-digit underdog during the course of his NFL career, but he will be on Sunday night in Buffalo in what looms is a big battle for the Packers. Tough, tough matchup. Buffalo coming off its bye. They've won six straight home games, including the playoffs, and they haven't been close with Buffalo winning by an average of 24.5 points per game. Good luck to Green Bay Sunday night, but again, I would have said good luck to Chicago on Monday night, and the Bears came through. That's what made this That's what makes this league great. And Monday night, we will close down week eight with the Bengals-Browns on Monday night football, their first meeting this season. The Browns have won four straight games versus the Bengals, but the Browns have been struggling lately, not playing well, and we'll see how that fares out. Keep in mind, the Bengals are 0-2 in divisional games this season. They lost versus Pittsburgh, lost to Baltimore. Cincinnati does not want to go to 0-3. And the AFC North would not help a Bengals team that suddenly looks resurgent and dangerous. All right, 
Thank you to our guests today, Deion Sanders, Tracy Edmonds. Thank you to my great producers, Christina Buswell, Sarah Abbott, and thank you to the listeners for tuning in to another Adam Schefter podcast. Please join us again next week as we'll have a special edition of this podcast. We did an off-season sit-down interview with Rams head coach Sean McVay, 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan, and Packers head coach Matt LaFleur all together in one room, sat them down, talked about what it was like to go against each other, and with the 49ers playing the Rams this Sunday, we'll be running much of that on Sunday countdown, but the whole conversation will play in this space next week. Until then, have a great week, everybody. Be well and stay safe. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.